welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's favorite new podcast. This is Are You Garbage? I am your host, H. Foley. This is where we sit down with some of your favorite comedians, and we find out if they grew up classy or if they grew up trashy. My co-host, coming at you from an undisclosed location down there somewhere in the southern part of New Jersey, Kevin James Ryan, everybody. Hey, what's up, everybody? Still down here in the bunker, living to fight another day. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gathering my canned foods, my, my cured meats. We're doing it. He was the first man on a lifeboat, folks. Did not oh. wait for women and children. He was out. Yes. I, dude, I had an inside tip from a guy who knows a guy who knows the guy. And back in, like, you know, early January, he's like, get the fuck out of town. So I did <laughs> his fucking, his, uh, his insight. But happy to be here. Thanks for, um, shout out to all the new listeners, all the new reviews, all the new subscribers we're getting. Uh, driven a lot by Louis J. Gomez. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. You can subscribe on YouTube for all the full videos of the episodes and stuff like that. And uh, we appreciate the support, guys. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And we got another big get here on the podcast today. Our good pal, very funny stand-up comedian. He has an album out right now called Rage Against the Routine. He's on the Irish Goodbye podcast. He performs all over the country. And let me tell you kids something else, too. This guy's got a TikTok account with a fucking flamethrower on it. He's hot on TikTok. He's big. Ladies and gentlemen, our pal, Mike Feeney. Wow, what an intro. I mean, just, yeah, you know, I, I always know you to be one of the best hosts in terms of bringing me up on stage when we, when com remember when comedy existed? Uh, and then <laughs> uh, even now, it translates. Your skills translate very That's well. That's right. I, I, like how he, I like how he said you're a good host when you bring people on stage. Not when you're performing <laughs> comedy. But when well, listen. you... Once the once your attempt at comedy is through, when you then bring up the other yeah. actual good comedians, when, then, then then you're great. Once you build us up in earnest, we we really appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, I tell you what, I may bomb up front, but I'll never lunch an intro, baby. Yeah. You think it's a Tonight Show? I'm uh, waiting for the band to strike up. Mike <laughs> Feeney, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do have some observations right up. First, I gotta is your name is your middle name really James Kevin? Yes. Yeah. You're really Kevin. James. Is it really? Yeah, what are you, fucking schmishmarted? Of course. Dude, yes. I, You've been introing me as Kevin James Ryan for literally seven years. I thought it was like, because of Kevin James. Yeah, you're yeah. just trying to ride that wave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to ride the, the, I'm trying to get into Grown Ups 19. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, no, it's Kevin James. Yeah, Kevin James Ryan. Wow. And Foley, if anybody should be going by Kevin James to try and ride the wave, I feel yeah. like you should be the, uh, the heir apparent, you know? Paul Blart Mall Cop, baby. All right. <laughs> I, this I wanna... time he's an astronaut. He works in Space Force. Okay. What I, Foley, what I do love about your setup is you're in like pseudo darkness, but you have one plant that you're making staring at itself in its own reflection and yeah. it's growing towards itself. Do you notice that? It's very true detective. Yeah. yeah. I'm very, I got eagle eyes, baby. I'm scanning everything here. Yeah, I know. I see you checking out the headboard and all that kind of stuff, scoping around. Oh, you, that's got a yoga, you got a yoga mat back there. You got a nice picture, nice dresser, nice bed. Everything's all set up by my girl. She does a good job. This is great. You got the guitar hanging up, which yeah. means I'll never come to a dinner party at your house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, 
the good part is is i'm not i don't know enough guitar to i learned like four chord i don't know how to bar chord i've hit a wall in my learning and uh, i'm really not breaking through that threshold <laughs> all right it, that's it, good. it seems like you stopped the learning as you after the purchase you were like all right i learned as much as i know i have to buy one <laughs> hey, after that i'm done i can play free fallen by tom petty and that's all <laughs> i need pal because have you ever been over at somebody's house and there's like a little bit of a party, some people around, and all of a sudden someone just starts playing the guitar a little bit, and then all of a sudden they're singing. You're like, what? The? They're missing now, chords going back. You're like, come on. Dude. Now can I throw trying this out there? Trying to get coke over here. Can I throw this out there? <laughs> trying to get there's fucked up. There's chicks here, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> Hit the bricks well, with the incubus cover. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> can I throw this out there? There's two things. That only will bother me if, the guitarist wants to be the singer and have everybody staring at him. I don't mind if a guitarist comes out and has everybody else sing like campfire style. That I kind of okay. like. That's but fun. I'll tell that's you fun. this, that might be okay, but here's the, this is the adult version of why, when that's great. You're at a party and the party has a fucking piano and mm. somebody oh. sits down and starts fucking tickling the ivories. Are you <laughs> kidding me? That's yeah, but if somebody could play the piano, that's a lot different than some schmuck trying to play fucking uh, No Woman, No Cry on an acoustic guitar. <laughs> if, you can, if you can fucking play the skins, baby, Dude, you, got, you got talent. First off, the piano is the only instrument that gets cooler as you get older. Yes. When you're a kid, <laughs> piano is a nerd instrument. Dude, dude. We had one growing up, and we were like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And now I look at it, I'm like, man, if I could fucking tickle those ivories. Yeah. Wait a minute, you had a piano in your house? Yeah, well, wow. it was not the full one. You had like one that was in like a speakeasy, like doodle, 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 one of those things, like an Casio? upright John. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't have a fucking grand piano in the foyer, you fucking idiot. <laughs> of course, it was a fucking stand up piano. Yeah. What the, the fuck kind of question? Yeah, have you been to the left wing of my home? What do you, who has a, who has a grand piano? Kippy's like Liberace coming down the steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 chandelier. Uh, Hello, mother. But I always wanted to play it. And then but it was kind of, it played itself at one point. I remember that too. Like it would just wow. like, you could like turn it on to play a song. And it would player, you just had a player piano from a mall that you guys stole one time? <laughs> what are you, an old Western or whatever? <laughs> I was dressed as the bartender. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. Kibbe grew up in a ghost town in the old West. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, then I was supposed to play piano when I was a kid, but then my parents started price checking a couple of pianos and that got 86 yeah. real quick. You landed on the recorder real fucking quick. <laughs> Apparently, six I, bucks. apparently I wanted to learn how to play piano. I expressed interest in that. And my grandmother went so far as to get me like a, like a keyboard, you know what I mean? Just like a keyboard thing. And mm -hmm. then I just never learned or tried. The keyboard was garbage. The yeah. keyboard we was had, really. We had the Casio keyboard and you know, with the butt, you hit that fucking Samba beat. That's as far as I could go. <laughs> fucking, dude, let that Samba beat run. Woo. The nineties were a good time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty trashy, man. Because you never, I never, you, nobody ever had the stand. You put it on your lap. Like, <laughs> yeah. The fuck. The man. stand was an extra like $49.99. No yeah. fucking way was my mom springing for that. That and the warranty were left at the store. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know if it's garbage, but I have never bought a warranty in my life. No, no, it's the opposite. Warranty is garbage. If Because warranty think? is a piece of shit trick. So the only people who, who buy warranties are poor trash people who don't know any better i okay i always felt like it was more of like an educated thing with money of like you hedge your bets i'm like yeah i'll give you the 39 bucks just in case anything happens. that's that's what they want dumb people to think because okay, i had well, this whole time i've been a fucking genius millionaire over here not buying <laughs> warranties i had the I insurance garbage 
I had the insurance for the phone for a long time. That what was it called like insure or something like that, where I paid like 50 bucks a year or something. And at the end of it, like when I finally needed it, they were like, okay, you got to send us the broken phone that we'll send you a new phone for 200 bucks. I'm like 200. That's what the- about the fucking money I've been paying into it. It's always that way. Did we had what did we just buy? I bought, Oh, so I had a, I had like a sound bar for my TV for, I think six, I had it for six years and one month and the warranty expired after six years. Uh, I had uh. a, a couch that has like motorized like legs. Like it's like, you know, like the feet will come up and uh, the motor on it uh, broke right. Wait, like a not month. put gas in it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, Wait, just what? Picture, I picture feeding like I got to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do enough oil changes on it. So <laughs> but it you got like, robotic furniture. That's garbage. Feeding. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's even more garbage. It broke. So now one of them is like permanently up. Like you can try and like use your leg power. But then once you stand up, it kicks back up again. And we don't want to throw it out because it's a three seat couch and it's very comfortable. And otherwise it's completely fine. But they told me that not only is it out of warranty, but that the motor has stopped working so and they don't make the part anymore so the guy just basically was like you're out it sucks yeah, i don't know what to me. tell you and uh, i was coming in here to defend you as a classy individual and then you hit me with that story no what Jesus. dude he's fucking long island trey i think he has like a mets tattoo or something he's fucking no, I would get yankees first off yankees. yankees don't ever besmirch my name but i would get a yankees tattoo See, and almost yeah. multiple times yankees yeah, yeah. farm team that's real garbage <laughs> yeah, yeah you got a triple a team the, the scrant scranton wilkesbury yeah yeah the scranton thunder yeah the fucking yeah. the iron pigs from bethlehem pa yeah no i say feeney's classy and i tell you why no no way dude no fucking way he's long island trash everybody we've had on from long island has never made it past like the second question and that was and literally he just one said of he's my... got a broken couch with the legs f- come on it's a man. very nice couch i should have called garbage. you beforehand told you to 86 should have got our story straight <laughs> before, before we went up against kippy you're my go-to here, guy you know that he even doubled down on the garbage because well it's a nice couch that's a garbage thing you don't want to throw out a nice couch even though it's fucking broken <laughs> And what the fuck is a sound bar? What's that? Is that like a Sunday sound bar? bar? What is, is that? a very fancy thing to have. Yeah. It's yes. uh, it's because your TV audio is so shitty. It's like just a sound. It just as plays the sound from your TV and video games. It's like the movies. thing that goes under the TV or above yeah. the TV. It's like a so long it's, uh, sound. Like system. a woofer. Is it a woofer? No, woofer is just bass. Don't keep saying woofer like that. Oh, no. uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's fucking. That was so weird, right? <laughs> is it a woofer? A woofer? Is it a woofer? <laughs> What the fuck was that? Did you did literally what was that? I've never seen anybody get so weirded out over a word. I like a woofer. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> not gonna big woofer You're not guy. Even saying the full word is infuriating. Yeah, that's what's annoying. He you see, that's cool. why. That's why I don't think he's garbage. Because he always calls me out on my garbage stuff and, and, and I think I repulse him. <laughs> fat guys can all other guys fat. It's the it's it's not mutually exclusive. <laughs> all right. Well, let's find out. Let's get into it here. Let's Fuck get him. into it. Are you garbage? Uh, we got Mike Feeney on the line here. As we know, album out right now called Rage Against the Routine. Huge on TikTok. Follow him everywhere. Irish Goodbye Podcast. Kippy says the kid's garbage. I say he's a classy guy, and I have my reasons. But we're here about to find out right now. Uh, Mikey, where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Long Island? Long Island, New York, Fuck. and out in Suffolk County, New York, which is not the classy area. That's not the good one. Oh, yeah. we're well aware, pal. Yeah. We're well aware. <laughs> it was fucking, I, was, I grew up 516 area code, 
And then they, oh. they had too many people. They had to split it up. And then they gave the 516 to the rich people in Nassau County and gave me the 631. So I was 631. Ooh. Ride or die. But you used to have a couple of dealers that had 631 when I came up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be a little bit of a wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming in from the island. I'm waiting, I'm waiting on a train. The LIE is a mess. <laughs> um, but I, no, I, I grew up uh, in like a very, you know, like, I, I I don't know where in the middle class it was, but like we were suburbs, you know, but there was mm-hmm. also like someone on our block had like a car on their front lawn, you know mm. what I mean? But then my next door neighbors had like a giant, beautiful in-ground pool. So it was really like a house to house. Sure. That's how, that's what we're, we're finding out, you know, the suburbs, especially too, because like, so I grew up in like a really nice area. It was all like doctors and lawyers and shit. But like I was, my family, my dad was a, like he was a, uh, steam fitter he was like he like but then he started his own company so like there was like the blue collar guy you know like the blue collar families of the area and then like the white collar families and it's like from house to house it was like it changes yeah my house had a shed in the back that's still not finished to this day you know what i mean oh, my, yeah. my step I mean, that was like oh we're gonna build this and then just never done you know unfinished projects is is a real <laughs> was a real thing in my a real thing in my household so oh, true. But a, a bag of soil or like mulch has just been sitting out in the front lawn forever. Yeah. Like my three parents, or four bags of mulch. Yeah, my parents' marriage. It all just was like a series <laughs> of things they were going to keep doing, but yeah. decided to quit. Because my dad always bitches about that because our neighborhood is, is is very similar to that. It's, it's, it's middle class all the way, but you have new people moving in, people, you know, buying their parents' houses, you know, putting money back into the house, cleaning it up, trying to get the property value up. And my dad did that. You know, it's like he, he put a lot, of, a lot of work into the house and there'll be like two or three neighbors that will drive by and he'll be like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. the fucking grass is overrun. There's car, yeah, cars in the fucking... Yeah, it brings the, the whole lawn. property value down of the whole neighborhood, you know? Mm-hmm. We, I'm looking, I'm thinking about like my across the street neighbor owned like a spackle company. My my next door neighbors were police, like uh, he was like a undercover like narcotics officer and stuff. And really? I'm now, that, that's the guy who was calling Foley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, funny. Funny story. So I grew up with the, you know, he was the father. I used to hang out with his kids because they were like closer to my age. And um, I went away to college. And then I went into the city for college and I hadn't, and then my family moved, uh, my mom moved down to Florida. So I hadn't gone back to, I hadn't seen him in, in years. And then I was in Times Square, like transferring trains. And I saw him like on the job. He was like working mm-hmm. with a couple other police officers. And I came up to him and was like, I was like fucking 18 or something. And I was like, what's up, Sam? And like, like patted his shoulder and like, like give him like a, Hey, how are you? And like, he just gave me like this look of being like, he, he initially was very alarmed and then uh-huh. kind of decompressed and was like, yeah, usually we don't, we don't let people touch us when we're <laughs> on the job. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't let idiots run up and like, you know, fucking Attack smack us. our ass. Yeah. Hey, yeah, what's up? Yeah. You fuck, give us noogies. <laughs> But yeah, I, I realize also... Fucking yeah. Feeney almost got this guy clipped. Yeah. <laughs> He's standing there with four Dominican guys in suits. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Mr. Peterson! Yeah. Good to see ya! He you still it. on the job? You still busting those criminals? Hey, how yeah. are you guys? You're wearing a wire? Like, what do you got? What, are you wearing a wire right now? You know this guy? This guy's a killer right now. Feeney yeah. pulls, pulls the thing from Blow and decks him. Guy, try to grab my dick! Guy, guy grab my dick! <laughs> you see that guy grab my dick! Dude, and I really college kid trying to grab my prick. What the fuck? <laughs> we called it. We called it. Um, it, so Center Reach was the town because it was right in the middle of Long Island. But um, but 
it would always was referred to as like Center Rico, which I always thought was this like cool, like we're like tough, like yo, we call them Center Rico. Um, and then I'm realizing now it's just because everybody was Puerto Rican. Sure. I realized it was a heavily Puerto. My neighbors were Puerto Rican. Everybody was Puerto Rican. Like I, that was a weird thing. We grew up with diversity, but a weird type of diversity. Like we always, it was like a. T- I always was friends with like a ton of Spanish kids, a ton of Puerto Rican kids, a ton of Asian and Filipino kids. Um, but there weren't like. And a lot of like so many Jewish and Italian people that like I couldn't even tell them apart, you know, because sure. Jewish Long Island, Italian Long Island, they're the same fucking thing. Uh, but um, but we didn't have like I had like three black friends that were in my neighborhood, and the rest of that was like that was the, that was the only thing where it lacked some diversity. Yeah. Did you think, eat over? Did you eat over the Spanish kids' houses like, yes. for dinner? Yeah. It's good Rice. eating. A lot. Of, well, they and they had five kids because, of course, and uh, it was a lot of like, like slid that in there. It would be like you know rice and beans and stuff, which I loved because oh, I never had awesome. that at my house. But I problem was I was like such a crazy eater when I was a kid. I would get so hungry, I'd be like eating like plates full, and then they were babysitting me, and they had to eventually be like, "Yeah, we gotta save food for the rest of the family." You're like eating all of us. Yeah, you're, like, you're, you're eating, eating the family, the family share. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he is a big eater, man. He does eat a lot. First, love thing. to eat. What's your meta- What are you, Spider Man? What's your metabolism? At? I have a very, I'm blessed with a very high metabolism for now, though, because my dad is six one two eighty, and Ooh, so he was not. Yeah, and he used to be my size. But here's the thing: he never. He worked at UPS for a while when I was growing up, so he was like, like manual labor, like was like in that kind of shape. And then he transitioned. He like ended up quitting that, became a stockbroker, and ever since then he's been sitting down for twenty years. So he's been. So now it's just all Guinness, and he doesn't ever. He's never belonged to a gym, you know. Did By the way, to- what a fucking career change! What goes from UPS to fucking stockbroker? What is, Dude, what is this? Yeah, he's a he's like a senior wealth advisor now. He was he was literally like, uh, yeah, he was in UPS. He decided to quit with his buddy to start a small business. And then right after they both quit, like it was a two prong effect of the guy who, uh, the guy who he was going into business with, like got cold feet and backed out. And then also he found out that like, if he had stayed at his at UPS for like another, I don't know, like couple months or whatever, they all got like crazy promoted. So like he <laughs> like tried to not avoid a, a quick narrow mental breakdown there and the midlife crisis. But then yeah, came out the other side much better for it, I guess. Did your dad go to college? So he went to, yeah, he went to a bunch of different colleges. I know he went to like, he bounced around. He did like a year at like Wisconsin. He went to NYU for a little while, but I know he got his, he got his master's from, uh, from Dowling, which uh, is no longer a school anymore. It was a Long Island school and they would always play this. It was like a dish soap company. Yeah. Yeah. They would always play this commercial uh, and it had this, this, this little song theme that they would go. And they would go, Dowling's the college on a river bank on banks of the whole wide world. And I don't even know what that meant, but that was the song that they would play every 40 seconds. And now it's out of business. The reason I ask is because my brother, he worked on Wall Street for about 15 15 years or so. And the dudes that I always liked the most, like all of the people that he would bring around, were the guys like that who got into it later and didn't go to some of them didn't go to college if they got if they got in like in their in their 40s and like the 80s and the 90s they didn't they weren't college guys they were like street guys right yeah right. so I, I fucking love that shit That's yeah they were used to selling like washing machines and stuff. exactly like, yeah, yeah. you know you know selling financial that's easy oh, oh it's tough going out to dinner with- Selling a Kenmore double unit you know sell dude. me this pen yeah, yeah exactly going out to dinner with them was awesome yeah all right let's, let's get into get some in, questions yeah. here and find out, Mr. Feeney. 
Not looking good so far. Not going to lie. <laughs> Kippy, you want to kick it off? I got one for you. Have you ever worn uh, an article of Echo or G-Unit clothing? Um, close. Uh, I've, uh, back in seventh grade, I wore, I had uh, a FUBU jacket, which Ooh. was my, I mean, I got a story behind it too. It was my favorite jacket. My mom bought it for me at like Marshall's or Kmart or something. Sure. And, uh, actually, it was probably a Bob's discount store. Uh, not the clothing, not the furniture store. But um, so she got me this, it was this reversible fleece lined waterproof outside, like red fucking jacket. I love this thing. And I, I went to public school up until seventh grade and then i went to this weird private school for two years and then i went to a different private school for high school but i this the seventh grade was my first day of seventh grade and i went the school went from seventh grade to 12th grade which is way too many grades because if you're a seventh grader a senior is fucking they're they're monsters you know grown men compared to children yes so i get off the bus and i'm walking into the auditorium for like the first day in this new school of like meeting everything and uh as i was walking into the building i can't ever forget it there was there was like two or three like senior uh, dudes who were both black and they just stopped me and were like, you know what that jacket means? And I was like, oh, comfortable. You know, I didn't know. And then he just was like, (laughs) and they they all literally like leaned over me. They looked like like the Monstars from Space Jam, how much taller they were than me. (laughs) They were like, it's for us by us. And I was like, okay, well, I don't ever need yeah. to wear this coat again. And then I never wore it again. <laughs> see you later, African-Americans. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Big gulp, huh? Well, see ya. You know, that's just my... That's crazy because I asked because of, you know, a lot of white trash kids, suburbs, you know, like outside of the cities at that age, because we're I think we're about the same age. Echo and G-Unit, like that was like the coolest shit. I would have never thought to ask for a fucking FUBU shirt. That's I didn't crazy. ask for it. My mom just probably... I know, but I'm saying it. I would. I never would have thought... To ask on this show, have you ever worn a FUBU shirt? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I also had, <laughs> like, crazy. big... I went through that trend of, like, the huge, like, Jenko jeans and shit like that. Jenko's, yeah. That's... Yeah. You're trying... You're... This is... I mean, this is... We just no, gotta find was, out what level of trend. That was the style, trend. dude. Don't judge what was in. I'm telling you, no... Uh, there's no way a fucking Kennedy went to school wearing Jenko's and a FUBU jersey. <laughs> he would have if he had the option. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> nobody had spent rocking yeah. Jenko yeah. jeans. <laughs> nobody, All right. Nobody, nobody immense by accident wore a FUBU shirt in front of black guys. I know that much. Mikey, you ever wear sunglasses on top of your baseball hat? Never. Never in my life. Come no? On. You ever wear a bandana under a baseball hat? No. I'm, I'm not a... I'm, I'm such an <laughs> infrequent hat guy that when I wear hats, that's the only thing I'm wearing. Okay. Growing up, there was a couple of kids, a couple of white kids in my, in my junior high or high school that wore do-rags. Uh, well, I will <laughs> say... Were they going bald? Oh no, no, no. I, they were just thought they, they wanted to be black. I because again, because my Puerto Rican neighbors were uh his his cousin one of their cousins would come from Brooklyn all the time and hang out and he always wore a do-rag. So we were at the mall. He convinced me I bought a do-rag in one of these kiosks, but I never wore it because once I got it home I realized like that it wouldn't do for my hair what it does for his. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's functional, yeah. Yeah. White dudes like, How do you wear get them that wave, you know? Yeah. White dudes wear them as like, yo, this is cool because black guys wear it. Black guys wear it. I mean, as it's it's functional. Right. You can see Feeney walking around the mall looking like JB Smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck you talking about, Larry? <laughs> that was pretty that was a pretty good JB. Larry, you fucking long ball. That's what I'm talking about. Uh. Alrighty, uh, moving right along. I was gonna ask you, do you do you have a sectional couch that has a built-in coaster system in it? But 
You already oh. got the love seat with the fucking with the it's robo kick. It's a three person baby. Love oh, seats too. We got luxury. Plush, Raymore and Flanagan. Ooh, <laughs> That's Garbaggio. That's good. That's good quality. They got payment plans. What are you talking about? That's because it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah, for poor people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so None expensive. of you guys can afford Raymore and Flanagan. You look down upon me with your that's, noses. That's why I don't shop there. If I did shop there, I would ha- I would it would be on a payment plan. I'm more of an I I'm more of an IKEA used section myself. Uh, yeah, I've never got a piece of furniture that I'd have to put together myself for something. <laughs> <laughs> to some degree, even my parents. You this put them together. This computer chair I bought from Staples, and I paid the extra money to have them put it together. That's pretty good. Yeah. It saves you the headache for sure. I mean, dude, every time I put a bed together, I almost fucking killed my wife. Of course. Yeah. All right. Uh, have you ever tried to sell weed? Of course. What? Are you kidding? <laughs> I was. I was everybody. in college. I was in college and smoked weed. However, yeah. everybody who smokes weed, I didn't start smoking weed till I was like a senior in high school. So nobody that starts smoking around that age doesn't have the thought of like, but if I buy it in bulk, that yeah. means I only got to sell until that. Well, I was doing like weed math all the time. Sure, of course, yeah, you I, know. I tried to sell in college for a little while, and then I got like, you know, it was never. It was like I buy like an ounce, like it wasn't even like a lot, mm-hmm. and then try and just split it up, sell like grams to people, and then immediately at like house parties i was like oh this will be great at house parties i'll fucking make some cash and then they were like people would be like this is this is where we sell we're like the weed guys here and i'm like oh okay i'll just smoke the rest of it then that's fine (laughs) all right cool i'll just smoke all this sounds good bro that's always what happens you end up smoking way too much of it wait so you got muscled out of uh, you got muscled off the corner i got i got (laughs) muscled off the corner dog yeah the chess club really gave it to him hey beat it feeny Uh, stringer bell over here (laughs) yeah Dude, this is a guy named Tex. He was like a big fucking Texas football, bleach blonde, dirty blonde hair, big like grizzled thing. He was, uh, yeah, he was, he, he, he liked to scrap. Dude, I don't, I, I don't fuck with anybody named Tex. Anybody that goes by the name Tex, you, you, you operate in any way you want to operate, big man. Yep. That's all you. Especially if they're not from Texas. That's yeah. even weird. Now, he was garbage. He's the reason that I've never done cocaine because I watched him at a house party one time. Everybody, it was one of those house parties. It was like really late at night. It was getting to the early morning hours. And I guess a bunch of people started to leave, but then a bunch of people went into the kitchen and it was only him and I in the living room. And he just set up like six rails and then just did them one by one and then just was like, like staring at me afterwards. And I'm oh like, that's the grossest thing I've ever seen. I don't need to do that, I don't think. <laughs> Oh, you know? oh man, Foley! Only if you met Tex back in the nineties, you would <laughs> you wouldn't be fucking. You wouldn't be where you're at right now. I know that much. Yeah, hey, Coke's gross. Am I right, kids? <laughs> yeah, dude, that was it, was. it also was in college when I realized uh, I uh, all my friends were doing blow like a lot. You know, like we, you know, on the weekends and shit, and you know, Wednesdays, whatever. It's dollar beers, you know. So you get they would everybody would do blow like, and we'd stay up till I never did it, but we would stay up till seven in the morning drinking. And then after like, you know, a year or two of that, I'm like, oh, they're only up because of the blow. I'm like, I'm just an alcoholic. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, it would be like six in the morning. They're all like fucking strung out. And I'm like, barely keep my eyes open. I'm like, I gotta keep drinking. Just like a fucking lunatic. (laughs) You feel like a kid where you're like, isn't it cool how late we're staying up? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, let's party. They're all like, yeah, let's start a business, dude. I'm like, okay. (laughs) That's when you know you have a drinking problem when you're down with the crazy Coke ideas. That's funny. Feeny, you never smoked. Did you cigarettes? Um, no, cause I smoked weed before cigarettes. So I never got the appeal. I've, mm-hmm. I've, sp- I've smoked probably like less than a pack my entire life. In college, I would like be drunk outside of a bar and someone would give me one, but I never bought one of my own. I never got it. Okay. 
All right. Um, I got do you, I know you like you like the sauce. You're a big, you know, you're an Irish is an Irish man by heart. You like you like you like drinking pops every now and then. Mm-hmm. Do your parents drink? And if they so, do. what do they drink? They do. My dad is uh, forever was like a beer guy, but uh, you know what like beer? Budweiser, heavy, Bud heavy, uh, and right. and and Guinness. Uh, I mean, he would he could recite the entire. Budweiser label, you know those. It's yeah, like it's yeah, like this yeah. is Budweiser, the proud America. But it's like uh, six lines. Him and his friends used to like get drunk and like recite it to each other. And whenever you get a wrong drink, um, but no, he was like he was a big into that. Um, he doesn't like light beers. He started he started getting into craft beer a little bit, but he's not a real. He'll have one, but it, it's not his preference. But now he's trying to look after his figure a little bit more. So he's uh, he's switching. He's has like gin and tonics or classy, vodka sodas. classy yeah. middle of the road, not too shabby. All right, yeah. Kippy, why did you make that face about the Budweiser? He was, uh, were you expecting something different? He worked at UPS and the stockbroker. What did you think he was going to say? Moscow mules? <laughs> <laughs> big Mai Tai guy. Yeah, big Stella guy. Who knew? Uh, no, I, I just Budweiser can be, Budweiser can walk in both worlds. Budweiser can be trashy if you're trash. Or, you know, hey, Bud Heavies are a fucking American drink. And I'm a patriot. From time <laughs> yeah. you know I'll tell I mean? you what. You get a fucking nice Bud bottle in the summer that's screaming cold. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a BH, daddy Ain't <laughs> nothing wrong. I'm listening. <laughs> Set me up with two. All right, I got another one. Did uh, growing up, did you or any of your relatives have horseshoe pits in your backyard? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we did not. That was not a thing. That oh, wait. oh my god! <laughs> wait, Kippy. Wait a minute, <laughs> Kippy with the grand jury testimony. <laughs> I. I think actually my grandfather, my, my grandparents' house, they, they would put oh, one out for party. Oh, man, that is some white trash shit right there, dude. I Mr. Feeney, do not lie. Did <laughs> you or did you ever not have a horseshoe pit? In their defense, though, uh, they were born in 1920. So that was like all of the fun you could have sure, back then. Sure, sure. There was no video games. Dude, yeah. I remember we had my dad, my dude at my dad's house, we were having a big barbecue, and he's like, I'm doing it. And we went out and we built these. We built them. We dug. We put sand. We put wood. Oh, no. Oh, dude, I thought I thought we were the fucking coolest kids on the block. Now I used looking to, back, we were trash. I used to bartend at my grandparents. They used to have a big, like, wedding anniversary party every year. And I would bartend at, like, seven. I was, making, awesome. I was making scratch. Yeah, dude, trying to wet your beak. You, you, yeah. say, hey, you need a Michelob? I got you. What do you yeah. need? What do you need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something that determines how trashy you are is at what age did you learn how to pour a draft beer? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, draft. I never had really. My uncle had like a keg. Or like out of the tap. Yeah, I got out of the keg. But my dad, so, somebody at some point in, in high school, my dad had converted like this 1950s fridge to a beer meister. And that thing sat in our garage for like 25 years. So anytime <laughs> there was a party, and the pitchers had to get filled up. They'd send me and my brother to do it. Right. Like we learned how to keep it on an angle and all that. Keep kind it of at shit. an angle. Yeah. Don't respect somebody who can't pour a beer. Oh, of course. You no. give them, you give them that bottle and the glass, and then you just fucking look two ounces. Two minutes later, they have two ounces of beer, nine mm-hmm. ounces. Yeah, ahead. and you're like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. yeah people yeah, born yeah. with a silver spoon in their mouth. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeesh. What about uh, the sloppy Joe, Feeney? How do you feel about the sloppy Joe? <laughs> never. <laughs> 
was never a fan. I was thinking of, I was going to ask him that. I had that thought today. I'm like, what's, I'm like, Sloppy Joe just by name is trash. Yeah, it's a very camp thing to have, you know? I've never, yeah. I've had Sloppy Joes. My mom has absolutely made Sloppy Joes. Like Manwich, Manwich out of manwich, a can. Manwich, yes. Oh, exactly. trash, trash. No, actually, I think my mom, oh, I think no, my mom no. made it. My mom's if a, you're my mom's making a really it, if your sandwich comes in a can, it's fucking trash, okay? <laughs> Are you, what about people who have tuna? Depends on the application of the said tuna. Okay. Chicken of the sea, tuna salad. Yeah, I mean, for you know, it's not winning any Nobel fucking prizes for sure, but it's you know, it's it's a it's oh, a. Oh, is that all? Is that all we have now? It's either you're trash or you're getting a no. You're a laureate. Is there no in between? I, <laughs> I had mean... a can of tuna yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but you ate it with a fork out of the can. <laughs> he ate. He ate the whole can actually. I always put a little bit of mayo and relish in it. That's how I do my tuna salad. Relish, interesting. Yeah, it's good. And I tell you what, if sloppy joes are wrong. I don't want to be right. Here's okay. my sandwich. Because a good sloppy Joe on a regular hamburger bun with a couple of fucking kettle cooked chips and a fucking nice cold sodi. I was just about to tell you my tuna salad recipe, which is a little bit of mayo. I cut up some cucumber, uh, not cucumbers, uh, celery and some red onion. But then my favorite thing to put on it on some toast with tuna salad is uh, Lay's sour cream and onion with that little crunch in there. The chips on the mm. sandwich. Chips on good. a sandwich is pretty garbage, but it's fucking awesome. Oh, dude, chips on a sandwich. Good fucking night. All day long. Yeah. And while we're on this tip, I might as well ask you this because I got this in the uh, in the chamber. And this goes out to both of you. You know what I mean? Just a general question. I'm, I'm familiar with how podcasting works. Continue. If, if you're having chips and salsa, okay, or any kind of chips and dip, and you get down to the end of the bag where the crumbs are, and, you, and, and you're at the end of the dip... Have you ever taken those chips, dumped them into the dip, and then ate the stuff with the spoon? Oh, I honestly never even considered that for a second. <laughs> I've done something maybe worse, which is I just grab as much of a clump in my fingertips oh, yeah. and dip my fingertips dripping down and then... What like that? Man, the end of a bag of fucking Tostitos will show you who you really fucking the are. Sad, pathetic life, my friend. Oh my god! <laughs> the abyss staring back at you. Yeah. I never thought to make a fucking Jello pudding with chips that you have. <laughs> it's great. I would lie if I said I have. I've done both of those in wow. recent history for sure. Yeah. Oh man, if there's just not a mirror at the bottom of that bag of chips showing you what you fucking hate about yourself. Oh, God. What are you doing to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Foley, you're 700 pounds. What are you doing? Oh, my God. That's too funny. That's great. Um, ba -ba -ba, let's see. I got, I got something. Okay, go ahead, go. Kip. Kip, right, please. I'll... Go ahead. Okay. All righty. Good Thank cop, bad cop, this punk. Have you ever put a sound system in your car or a head unit, which was <laughs> yes, real he yes, he has. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Buddy, you're talking to a guy who lived... In Long Island, you know? Yeah. So I, uh, I not only had one, but I worked at Best Buy. So I got this crazy discount. I had a, my first car was a 1988 Buick oh. Skyhawk, which is Jeez. not a Skylark. That's well, yeah. the one they kept making. Uh, this was a Skyhawk that I got for free that my cousin was going to donate but to charity, but instead gave it to me as my first car. And I put a 12-inch subwoofer in there, a Pioneer amplifier. Mm -hmm. I put about like, like, $700 or more of uh, 
like sound system sure. into a thing that only had a radio until that <laughs> yeah, point yeah, yeah. and had like manual locks. Like it was just the the oldest car, but it fucking bumped. Bumped, dude. That thing rattled. I yeah. love it. I could see that. You ever wore a hat sideways? I bet you wore a hat sideways, didn't you? I maybe tried after watching The Fresh Prince, but I never, it always hurt my head. It was too Yeah, it never made sense to me yeah. either, yeah. I tried to do, I tried to, uh, I don't have a hat in here, but I tried to engineer my own style, which was, it was, uh, what was, how did I wear it? I wore it like, um, I've seen like, pictures of this, by the way. The brim it, up? Like, floating around the internet. Like way up into the, like, the, you know what I mean? It was like an, it was like an off to the side and up kind of a thing, but um, fuck. What was the last? Oh, that was the thing though. Growing up in Long Island, everybody did that with their cars though. Like everybody would buy too, yeah. like a 1992 Honda Civic and then put $6,000 into it. So that way you would know how cool you looked when you died in a drinking and driving accident. <laughs> yeah, of course, dude. Of course. That was, I remember, dude, I had a 95 or six Chevy Lumina first car. Yeah. Got the keys right to fucking Best Buy. Got some fucking Pioneer six by nines. Threw yeah, them in the dog. back. Got Hell a new yeah. head unit. Fucking good night. Killing it. You worked at Best You ever steal from work when you were a kid? No, but I did get fired. Why? Are you trying to get some speakers, Foley? <laughs> I got fired for theft uh, from Best Buy, wow. but I didn't actually steal. So they were... It was a weird time when I was working there. I was like- The a only senior. innocent man in Shawshank. Like, <laughs> me, everybody. Get out of here. Who are you talking to? Well, listen, I get, this is a two-pronged thing. So- It's, uh, it's just going to be Feeney and Cannon down in San Juan Taneo on a yeah. beach. <laughs> so I was in a- uh, I was in a- Playing chess together. Yeah. I was a seasonal employee there. So it was like right during Black Friday when it was very busy. Hold on. That's garbage right there. If you've ever been a seasonal employee, you're trash. That's just a 16-year-old trying to get some money for his subs, all right? Uh, so, <laughs> but- so they right at the same time they had this huge problem with theft where they were like finally they finally were able to like target it was like this really tight investigation they were having and they they've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars to like an inside job so they were trying to they were looking at it closely and so um around that time they I went I was in the back in the warehouse and I noticed all of these like Xbox games had been like cut open and the discs were just missing it was just the cases and I was back there and I was looking for something else, but I was like, holy shit, these games are all missing. And then I'm like, here I am touching them. I don't want to be accused of this. So I walked them right up from the back. I walked them right up to the manager and was like, hey, this is all in the back. Look at this. And they were like, oh, thank you so much for bringing it to our attention. And then that week I went down to North Carolina for I think Thanksgiving or something like that. And then, uh, or maybe it was for like Christmas. And then I came, I, they called me while I was there telling me that I was like fired and because, and I knew other people that worked there and they told me that they checked the tapes and from the tapes, the cameras in the way back of the warehouse pointing this way. So they only saw my back and then they saw me touching these games and then they saw the game cartridges empty. So then they thought like, he thought, they thought that I was this mastermind that was stealing these Xbox games and being like, wasn't me because I'm turning it into you, you yeah. know? So it's a pretty good play though. Looking back. It would be. Yeah. And listen, I did steal because what they would have uh, like CDs, whenever the CDs 
cases would get cracked. Even if the CD was okay, they would say to throw it in the garbage. So yeah. rather than throw it, I took some like Jimmy Eat World CDs and a couple other things. But then it turns out the guy that actually was stealing everything, who stole over $200,000 worth of product in the 10 years he worked there, was this guy in the camera department who they fucking loved, who was of named course. A-Rod, ironically. Cheater. And uh, <laughs> they just, they made, a, he, he was like the beloved, like, you want to be like this model employee. And that was the guy who was stealing. Now, did you ever hunt this guy down and get your revenge for setting you up? I mean, I was, I was all right. <laughs> you know, he was like, it was a fucking, that guy had a lot more to lose. I, I think that guy went to jail. He must Because it reads like a fucking Keanu Reeves movie. I like A real it. felony. Yeah. Dude. Well, I didn't, I didn't really care about the job that much, you know. In high school, my buddy used to work at Foot Locker and talk about garbage. Uh, he would tell us, he'd be like, yeah, well, he needed cash, right? Everybody was stealing everything. <laughs> but when he needed a little bit of fucking scratch, he would tell everybody in school, you know what I mean? He'd be like, yo, I'm running, come, come through the mall tonight. I'm running the two for 70 deal, which is where you have to, you have to know your size. You don't get to try them on, but you walk in and you go, I'll take those and those. And he would go and you would tell him the size. He would come out with them already in a bag, come up to the register, give you like a fake thing. You hand him the cash. And like, we would just get shoes two for seven. You just couldn't take Jordans or Tim's because they had like their own inventory system for those. Uh, like they double checked those. But like any Nikes or Reeboks or anything, you could just go and we just get fucking shoes. And then sick. they finally got caught. They were like, yeah, they were down like, you know, $400,000 in merchandise after like six months. <laughs> Dude, we'd go in and we'd like just be like prison for that. That's oh, like a yeah, high just, felony. I think somebody did because they, and then they would all steal from each other. Like the Jersey store, like sports favorites would trade oh you jerseys God. for shoes. Lids would trade you this for that. It was all crazy. The dynamics of mall theft is uh, real trashy. My buddy worked for a kiosk in the mall for a proactive, and he stole, I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars. What's proactive? Oh, the, 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 like the, face? Face, the acne face cream. <laughs> he was moving that? What the fuck? That's trashy. Dude, he, hey, can oh, I yeah. talk to you girls for a second over here? And oh, now a he's, couple of blemishes. Now he's trash. I mean... <laughs> Hey, pizza face, get your ass over here. <laughs> He's one of those guys that grew up on my block that didn't have, they had a porch. You had to like, because their house was like a little elevated. You needed to like go up a stairs and a porch to get to their front door. So it was probably like if you were standing was at like eye level, the bottom of the door. And they never had the porch until I was like 15. So they just kept going in through their backyard or garage every day. Oh it took my them like God. over a decade to build it. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking, if you get him on here, he's That's crazy. Yeah, Under yeah, construction. Yeah. I like that. You know what was another one? Has anyone in your family ever, have you or anybody in your family uh, tried to sell Cutco knives? No, we were not <laughs> knife salesmen. That was a big one. Door-to-door pyramid scheme knife salesmen. Well, I do have uh, some of my kids that I grew up on the block with uh, are way, way, way into Amway. What's Amway? Amway is the the other pyramid scheme where you sell like you sell like the fucking like supplements. They used oh, to just sell okay. like soap and now they sell like supplements Everything, and they sell probably. like energy drinks and then it's all weirdly associated with like church and stuff. So it's very uh-huh. gaudy and I don't get you. Yeah. Wait, you you have friends that are doing that? Yeah, yeah. That are like high level like medallion diamond members, which I I guess means they've taking advantage of enough people i don't understand i don't know i don't know Jesus, how any of it works that's out. real creepy yeah any t- dude i <laughs> i went one time to uh i was like in college or whatever and they were like i saw it in the newspaper like hey you know sales paid training come in 
So I went in, there was like 30 schmucks all sitting in there with like, you know, your dad's suit on or whatever. Like we're all, we're, everybody was like, oh, if I can get a sales job inside, it'd be good. You know, yeah. like these were all blue collar guys trying to be, trying to get a white collar job. It's usually how it works. And the guy was like, he just got money from, it was like Flavia or it was like Eminem. I don't know. It was just some fucking bullshit like blender we had to talk on people. And he's like, listen, he brought me and he goes, listen, you hired. I go, oh, great, man. Thank you so much. Like, this, this is awesome. And he goes, all right, just give me a check for $288 for the machine up front. And then you're good. I'm like, I'm not, pay- I'm not paying you to work here. Isn't that weird idiot. when you have to pay to work somewhere? Yeah, I'm like, dude, this is, no, no way. <laughs> I almost got recruited into Scientology when I was in college in Seattle. Dude, did you, do you like what they had to say? I t- well, I, we, moved, we went out to Seattle for spring break because we were thinking about moving out there in the summer. Me and my buddy just to spend the summer out there. And we were wandering around looking for jobs. And, like, we didn't even notice anything. We walked by this building. That's how old Foley is when you could wander around and look for jobs. Anybody hiring here? <laughs> I'm strong as an ox and I, uh, yeah. I get up early every morning. Anybody strong- hiring? I'm strong as an ox and I've worked down by the docks. So let me. <laughs> we walked into this place. And like this like smoking hot lady came up to us and just like hypnotized us immediately and was just like, oh, you know, we're we're interested in in looking for people. And they had us take this test and like we took the test and like we were sitting there and like just like she was just asking us all these questions and like. I don't know. It's the thing where you held the, the theta <laughs> The thumb? Yeah, what was that? Where it tells you you're gay or whatever? He yeah. got electrodes hooked up to my head. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking for something part-time, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you have anything seasonal? Yeah. That's what you were looking for. Just trying to get, just trying to get a new head unit. Just anything. <laughs> Are you guys off for Betty's? What's the deal here? Yeah, yeah. No, and then all of a sudden, like, we put it together. Like, because she went out and then, like, brought this other guy in, like, the next level guy to, like, talk to us. And Are and you then, happy? And Yeah, something like that. And I remember we turned around and we saw Dianetics, L. Ron Hubbard's book, like, on, on a wall, like, like, a, like a bunch of them. And then we both looked at each other like it was like something out of fucking Tommy Boy. Like, let's get out of here. Dude, and we I fucking took off out the door. I didn't know. I was this close. I didn't know what Scientology was until like the South Park episode of Scientology. I think like, yeah, same <laughs> like here. four years ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If in the 90s I stumbled into some place with some hot chick, ask me if I'm happy, I would have for sure joined. I am now. Because <laughs> yeah. when I was a kid, all you saw was the book, the commercial for the book, Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. And it was like volcanoes blowing up. And you're like, I thought it was just like a science fiction book. It Here's is. how stupid it absolutely I am. <laughs> it, yeah, it absolutely is science fiction. I thought at first, I thought his name was Elron. Like I thought, I didn't know it was L dot Ron. I thought it was L. He was Superman. Yeah, <laughs> like E L R O N Elron. Little known LA? fact. Little known fact. The L actually stands for Laquisha. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know he was German. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's pull it back here a little bit. A couple of simple questions for you, Feeney. Okay. Um, but they're important. Do you shave before you take a shower or after you <laughs> take a shower? There's only one way to shave, and it's obviously after. No. You I shave before. You're you supposed shave, to shave after. You no, shave you shave after. before. No, you no, don't. You, you shave after because when your face, when all the hot water starts to loosen up and make everything, you make your, your pores face open up. Yes. yes, your pores Which makes open it easy up. to shave. You're supposed to shave after. I shave but then before. You, you still, you still have little pieces of hair everywhere. 
No, you don't. What? I also, I mean, I'm, this is the longest my facial hair I think has ever been in my life. Uh, so I don't, I usually keep it pretty clean shaven. So I'm not, I'm not working with a ton much. It takes me less than three minutes to shave. Yeah. What about a haircut? Are you, can you go get a haircut and then go out for the night? Or do you got to take a shower right after you get a haircut? I, it depends. I'd prefer to take a shower if I can, because I hate the little pieces of hair, but sometimes <laughs> they do a really good job fucking clean it. Taping you up. Yeah. But I will say this. I don't go to barbershops. I go to salons. You do? Yeah. Ooh, salons just know what I need. Okay. Get a shampoo? <laughs> you get a shampoo? You get a shampoo. You get a head massage. You get a free drink while you're waiting. Could be wine. Could be cucumber water. Could be whatever you want. Could be champagne. <laughs> and also, they don't, barbershops don't have layering scissors. My problem, this is like the most, uh, like, you know, uh, first world problems. My hair actually gets too thick. So I have to have it thin. Oh, must be, must be terrible. Wow, really? That's yeah. awesome. Must be terrible. Yeah. Oh, but you need a hair donor. You should talk to Feeney. Yeah, it's just too thick and lustrous. I'm not sure what I could, you know, right now you can see it gets like, if I grew the, all it out, it just looks like a big helmet. Yeah, listen, I go to a fucking barbershop. A guy who barely speaks English, like a man. You and the other queens can stay at the hair salon, all right? Well, that's why you're that's why you're low rent, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, Kippy's uh, only in there. Kippy's only in there for two minutes. He doesn't even sit down. Yeah, he yeah, takes care of me the dandelion hair. If you just fucking the strong wind, all of a sudden you're like, ah <laughs> Oh, dude. I mean, dude, before my hair even started thinning in the front, I was in like high I was in college, freshman year of college, my buddy was shaving my head. He's like, dude, you have like doll's hair. He's like, this is he's like, this is like <laughs> Baby hair, what the fuck? Oh, it's so thin. Ugh. It's tough, I know. Brutal. Did your mom ever cut your hair when you were a kid? She tried once and butchered it so bad that it was like a, a scarring moment for us. Like, here's person. real garbage. <laughs> here's real garbage. Did you ever cut your mom's hair? No, no, <laughs> God, no. But my mom also worked in salons growing up. That's why I go to salons. I was very comfortable there. So I would always get like free haircuts by like professional hairstylists. That's too funny. That's pretty Kippy, good. Kippy, you got one more? We'll get this guy off the hook. I got one more. I'm trying to think of how, how to stick the landing here. Because I know he's garbage, but I want to know how much. I have something that I feel like will really incriminate me. All right. I got two quick ones. Just, you know, uh, all right. Has anyone in your family owned a waterbed? <laughs> my parents first oh, oh, my parents that's it. The knockout punch good night that just means they were fucking baby there ain't nothing wrong with that <laughs> and then me uh oh. I, <laughs> you had theirs you didn't get theirs did you no 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 i went from we both had water beds in the house at the same time i went from you guys a, in the navy what the fuck's going on i went from a <laughs> car bed I went from a car bed. Like you were a, one of those kids? I was like a red convertible car bed. Oh, I went so from, you were rich. I went from a car bed to a water bed. That's what I went to. I skipped, I went right to 70s porn star. I skipped Dude, everything. That's insane. <laughs> water beds are the greatest thing on the planet. They're great for your back. They're also, there's nothing better than when it's, you could, I used to crank the AC to like, it'd be like 62 degrees. And then you have, you're laying on 101 degrees worth of yeah, water. It's heated, and it's just, yeah. You fucking tuck in and it's like so hot, but then it's freezing. It's the, it was the greatest. It was the greatest thing. Dude, water beds were I had one in high school, man. Not They're the too shit. Shabby. They're so what? awesome. That's can insane. you still get them? I'm uh, sure you can still get them. Not new. They're not I I bet I help I'll, I'll put my fucking money on the line. They are not making new <laughs> water beds. No it was so way. awesome. Yeah, we had a water. We both, our whole family, we were a waterbed family. That's that's the that's the, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. We were a waterbed family. 
Dude, you are fucking trash. <laughs> You're a land. Your whole family are fucking garbage people. You mix a little lice into that mix. You got fucking serious. Never problems. had lice. Never. Had never had lice. No. I had but it we twice. Did, but we did have. Uh, we did have. This is gonna really, I think, incriminate me. We did have a pool. So classy. Depends. Above above ground pool. Bullies You're among a- friends, my friend. You're among friends. <laughs> Not here. I was a in-ground pool kind of guy. Wow. Yeah. That's the second guest in a row that had an above-ground pool. And I'll tell you what. It's like I tell everybody, Mikey, I prefer them. Okay? Really? I prefer yeah, that, that, them. All the, this is what I've said. All the, he, 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 tries to, he, die, he tries to die on this fucking mountain every time we talk. I don't want to hit my head on some concrete. Yeah, I don't want to it's, it's all rock and marble we would, in there. We would always go into – we would go – pool partying at my neighbor's house who had the in-ground pool and a diving board mine was like hey you guys want to climb into my tub with me you know like <laughs> yeah, it's- <laughs> yeah 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 no way dude no you gotta take dude. a ladder up and then yeah. you just and then when you try and take the ladder the whole side's gonna get off balance you're gonna fall in the pool dude you can't swim well you can't do laps in a fucking above ground pool. no but you got i tell you what you can do in above ground pool that you can't do in a in i know where you're going and i fully agree world make the whirlpool baby. oh pool, yeah baby. dude you get a fucking mean whirlpool going in above ground <laughs> pool try to swim the other way as a little kid Classy oh. shit, who cares if you can't afford dorney park you got it right in your backyard <laughs> baby fuck a six flags baby let's do it Mike Feeney, buddy, thank you so much for uh, for hanging out with us today. And uh, I think we determined I'm kids going, garbage. I'm going 72 and a third percent garbage. Okay. Yeah, I'll say you're 85% garbage. But because I'll tell wow. you what, now he did. He knows what he's doing. He makes not when he's at home. He makes nice cocktails. When he goes out, he knows how to handle himself in a restaurant. He always gives me good. This guy has never missed with a restaurant tip. And in, in a story of where to go to with my girl. I'm telling you, I, I call agree. him every time. The salon, I, I mean, you were 100% of the salons. Yeah, that's a classy thing to do. You know, you did have a motorized uh, couch. It's broken. I'll look past that a little bit. You know. Uh, I'm an enigma, he, you know. He, he, yeah, he takes good care of himself. He's, he's got the decorations hanging in the room, I see. He's 70, 72 and a third, I'll go. And by the way, I forgot to tell you, Mike, Nick at the uh, at the waterbed store told me to tell you to say hello. Okay, <laughs> thank, thank you for the business. Yeah, of course. Uh, Mikey, what do you have coming up? You got a new Patreon that you're doing with uh, Mr. Mike Cannon and yes. uh, our good pal, Brendan Sagalow. Yes, we started a new Patreon podcast since the world has ended and comedy is no more and none of us have any means of income. Uh, and then we were doing a Patreon podcast called What's the Scenario? And in that, uh, we tackle uh, various like what ifs, scenarios, hypotheticals that we fucking talk about, which quickly devolves into all of us fighting. Uh, we launched it a week ago, so check that out. But if you want to check out some free stuff, just to dip your toe in the Mike Feeney water and see if you, you know, before you want to commit, uh, in the Mike out. Feeney above ground pool. <laughs> yeah, if you want to climb <laughs> in and then dip your toe. Uh, <laughs> MikeFeeneyComedy.com at I am Mike Feeney on social media. Irish Goodbye Podcast is free. And also uh, Rage Against the Routine is the album available now everywhere. Very nice. I love it, buddy. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thanks Kippy. for having me. This was great. What do we got to tell them? Uh, guys, I cannot stress enough. Thank you so much for all the support we've received yes. so far. Getting this yes, off yes, the ground, yes. uh, all the rating, reviewing, subscribing, really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't, please do already. Please share with a friend. You know, uh, help us keep this uh, pushing this ball up the hill. We really appreciate it. Follow me on all social medias at Kevin Ryan Comedy. Awesome, guys! Thank you so much. We'll be uh, we'll be back with a brand new episode of Are You Garbage? And don't forget to check out your daily dose of the Hard Feelings podcast with me Ooh. and Kevin Ryan every single fucking day of the quarantine. We are going to be there for you. We thank you guys again so much, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>